0: The Movie Hour, episode 205, November 8th, 2012. Just a quick heads up, there are a few spoilers in this episode, and there's definitely some swearing. Enjoy the show, everyone. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the John C. Riley's Real Deal Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney. I am here with you and my biggest and best... James, my brother, and our friend Jeff. Welcome to the Movie Hour, guys. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hello. As you can tell, we were doing the truncated episode today. We've got some serious plans ahead. In about two hours, I most likely will be drunk watching Man with the Iron Fists. So, we got to move things along here, get everything Jealous. rolling. As quick as, as quickly as possible. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just get the info to you guys as quickly as we can. Uh, we do, you know, have to address the fact that there was a national election recently and uh, I've got a couple of congratulations to throw out. Uh, one, uh, Colorado congratulations on being the first state to pretty much decriminalize marijuana.
1: Not decriminalize. It's not, it's just
0: legal. (laughs) Yeah. Legal for what? An ounce on private property or something like that. And. I don't know. Well, I didn't read the exact the exact wording, but I'm just happy someone's taking the first step. I'm going to
1: be in Denver for Thanksgiving. <laughs> get fucking going I should have been
0: I should have been sending texts to my brother and sister. Like, are you stoked or what? I mean, stoned. 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, stoned. Um, but yeah, uh, how did you guys do on those? By the way,
2: I, I'm pretty sure I aced mine.
0: Yeah, like all the ones you voted for. That's yeah. I...
2: Where do I go and check
0: my results? Let me see how my, what my grade was. That'd be interesting to actually see that. <laughs> uh, just... I like this concept. Like, uh, yeah. well, so I'm guessing which one is gonna. Yeah. work. Okay. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can do that. Um, I did pretty well myself. I don't know. We had a lot of lo- like even local township things like there were a thousand judges apparently trying to make uh, the seat for uh, the honor, honorable circuit court here. So it was uh, interesting. I think the West Wing
2: sister is going to win. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that a, was that something that was actually, was that, was, that, for, the, that, was the that for the state court? Okay. The Michigan, the Supreme, Michigan court. Supreme. Okay. Right. Um, so yeah, there were, I hope everybody got a chance to go out there and vote. It seemed, there was some pretty crazy footage of people in New York trying to vote, which was uh. a, uh, yeah, well, heartening cool. but cool at the same time. Like people just with flashlights trying to go to voting, uh, voting uh, poll places, trying to get their vote counted. And
2: anything uh, out of the ordinary for you, Jeff, for that? Any like no, super long no, lines should, or anything should... or.
1: I, I walked with Rasa to, to hers. I, I voted in Michigan or not. Well, okay. I did absentee in Michigan. That's... But no, actually, races was incredibly, incredibly easy. Although I did hear some stories about how poorly some of them were being run and um, yeah. and all that. You know, just normal stuff. But yeah, yeah and then there, like there were, like of power. course, stories in the news about yeah people going through a great deal of... Uh, excuse me, a great deal of
0: hardship. Are you yawning during
1: the movie? No, no I, um, <laughs> no. I was... Uh, I was doing something else, something that wasn't yawning.
0: Using
1: um, your inhaler for marijuana.
0: Yeah, so you're using that one of those uh, cool. What are those things? Those things that like dry the marijuana, and you just yeah, that's pretty sweet. i have not that I've ever seen them before. Not that I've ever seen them before. Uh, all it's. I hope everyone got a chance to vote. It's a uh, uh, a great you know tradition. A tradition is a poor word to say, a poor word to use, but it's a uh, uh, something that everybody should do. And I also want to throw out a. Uh, High five to Nate Silver, which we, we were talking about this before, Jeff, how he's uh, a complete badass. Who uh, runs he's an the, oracle. Yeah, an oracle. <laughs> the oracle. Um, who runs the website five thirty eight, I think it's called. And um, pretty much just looks at polls and uses math to say what's going to happen. And nobody ever fucking believes him, even after uh, he pretty much the figured out everything that was going to happen in, uh what was that 2010 and 2008 yeah, yeah yeah he, he seems yeah, to he nailed it. so he he's it. the front runner he's who I'm trying to catch here and this uh um, yeah yeah he's like the best so okay. if you can What's the so Nick
2: Silver? Nate, Nate Silver. Silver Nate Silver you've right. seen
0: him on daily show and probably colbert if you watch it um okay. he does a lot of he's lot the of stats guy that they bring in
2: yeah, yeah Speaking pretty- of which I'm still catching up on episodes. I'm like a week behind. I just watched the Gerard Butler episode of The Daily Show. Yeah. And they show that footage of him getting wiped out by that wave. That's pretty Mm -hmm. intense. For all you viewers who haven't seen this, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Maybe I'll find it and post it on the the Gunga Pit. I'm sure
0: all our listeners are uh, intelligent enough to understand that when you see, like, yeah, you see this wave that's 20 feet high just smash onto somebody that's, you know, oh, it's cool on a surfboard and you get hit by this thing. Like, it's not a good deal. Water weighs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is not cool it'll take you under the water and smash you against things that aren't good for your body note to self don't get smashed by waves um going to the the movie news there has been a uh, a box office number that we had discussed a little bit last week which i don't remember what we ended up on but we were talking about man with the iron fist and we we're talking about flight and wreck it ralph which all came out this weekend and surprise surprise wreck it ralph wrecked it and made uh, fifty million while Flight made. 25. That was my horse. Yeah, and Man with the Iron Fist made eight. So uh, yeah, didn't uh, make that much. But maybe I can make up for it today, tomorrow, and the day after by seeing it like a hundred times. So <laughs> I'll try to bring Man with the Iron Fist back into the back It's like it's
1: one that's going to have its uh, its heyday on DVD. Yeah, probably. In yeah. the
0: iTunes iTunes Store, of course. Not Netflix though. Screw Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but. About, about Wreck It Ralph, I actually had caught it. I was uh, I was interested. And I wasn't able to schedule my drunken feature with Man the Iron Fist until tonight. So we'll do that. We'll have that for you next week. But uh, Wreck It Ralph, a very interesting movie. And like, did you guys you guys have any interest in seeing this? James, I know you talked I about it.
2: I did. In fact, you guys are like knocking my list off for me. I'm like, I'm going to see Argo this year. I'm going to see Wreck It Ralph. And now you guys are just taking turns, just eliminating you can still my star list. The no, no, I can't. No. <laughs>
1: The
0: problem is your your schedule, mine don't match up very well. So when I'm catching movies, you're either at work or doing other adult-like things. While I'm just you know running around doing stupid things, clapping to the movie. Right, right, clapping. There were clappers there. There were clappers once again. I can't stand them. (laughs) I've never met them, but I can't stand them. Yeah, people at the theater that every all theaters have that small introduction that's specific to the movie chain and uh, the MJR theater that I go to people clap to the the intros it's just oh my god it's so bad uh but the movie which i had lowered expectations from i like it had overall good reviews but there were a lot of reviews saying just as a video game movie they expected a lot more references like constantly through the movie which we'll get to um in general i really like i really liked it i think it's uh like I don't know about animated movie of the year, but it's really heartwarming and it's a it's a pretty badass movie. Um, in general, and you, you probably got this from the trailer is you they introduce you into an arcade, which uh for people that are uh, um Jim's age, that's that's something. It's like an electronic box, Jim, like a like a t- like a television, but there's like a area. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like
2: said. newspapers are too. You know, right, right, right.
0: It's a lot like that. And for mm-hmm. people that are our age, it's those things that we don't go to anymore because we're too old and we're not Japanese, so we don't get to go to we don't get to go, go to arcade. No, trying sorry, to Dave do this by Busters the way, a couple, like a month ago. That was cool. Yeah. Dave and Buster's? Yeah. All right. Which, which I'll have to ask you a couple of questions after as we go yeah, through. Yeah,
2: you had the other outing to some bar or something in New York that was all classic. Oh,
0: Barcade, Yeah, yeah. Next time you guys come into town, we have to go to barcade. You guys love barcade. Yeah, I am down. Um so it's uh you get introduced to in an arcade. The arcade, that part ends pretty quickly because after you get there, we go right into the Wreck It Ralph machine, um, and it's the arcade of Wreck It Ralph, and we get to see uh, Ralph is kind of like a I think we've discussed before like a Donkey Kong like character where he climbs up a building, smashes bricks down, and tries to kill uh uh Fix It Felix um and or you know stop him from fixing things. Killing like, killing's a strong word, uh, but what we quickly learn is, after people leave the arcade, Toy Story esque magic happens, and uh, well, not magic, but they pretty much stop doing their arcade job and just start hanging out and doing whatever they want,
2: okay. which is so it's kind of like them reporting for work,
0: right? Exactly, like this is what I do for a living. I do this, and they live in their video games too. But there is a way to cross. Um, cross between video games through the power cords, and there's pretty much like a train, uh, a subway system, a public transportation system that can take you to like video games, like centers, hub, like Penn Station style, like uh, a gotcha. Grand. St- like so, you're sitting there, and that's where all like I wish I could freeze frame it because you see all these characters of like uh, video games hanging out. And if you guys haven't caught on, like I love video games. It's probably my uh. <laughs> My second love to to movies, and we've talked about them plenty before. But um, so what happens is Ralph, um, at when he's not working, is starting to get depressed. It's his thirtieth year anniversary of being the games, the games life, and that's when you see the the trailer part where he's hanging out with other bad guys. Uh, I think it's called like bad Anon or something, and they're talking about how being a bad guy isn't a bad thing, etc. cetera. Um, but Ralph doesn't like it. He goes back to his uh, his world and fix it Felix the Arcade and he finds that they're having a anniversary party without him. Felix uh, Felix is there and there's tons of all the the people that live in this hotel that he smashes every day for the video game. Uh, nobody invited him. He feels left out and he, and he pretty much uh, guilts Felix by knocking on the door and asking him like, oh, I'd love to come in. Like, oh, cake? You have cake in there? I've never had cake before. I'd love some. So Felix invites him in and of course he wrecks the place and Before he leaves, it's pretty much uh, determined that he is the bad guy and the medals that Felix is getting for being the good guy he can never have. And then Ralph throws out on the ultimatum, like, if I can get a a medal, you'll let me, like, hang out with you guys and be part of the crew. And um, at some point, I think the one of – it's not Felix. It's some guy uh, that runs the hotel, agrees to it, and – Ralph storms off looking for a medal that he can get, which by for that, he ends up leaving the video game and jumping to other video games. Um, There are, man, there's so many things to talk about. Uh, But I guess the, the first thing is when Felix leaves, uh, he goes into tappers, which is like a—it's I don't know, Jim. You might remember this one, where you pretty much just have to keep all the patrons served with beer. Um, so that dude, bar- they have tapper at,
1: uh, at at Barcade. It's awesome. You like it, all it has is it like it's got an up down and like a tap that you have to pull. Right, right. Yep, it's such a cool game. I didn't even—I didn't know
0: anybody. Budweiser made the game. I didn't know anybody else knew about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I don't
2: know this. Dude,
0: there are there are all sorts of references. But so what happens is. Ralph goes there to drink it off a little bit, and he runs into a uh, Gears of War, Halo-type guy, army guy, that's just uh, talks about how he's only been on the game for a week, and he just can't handle it. He's got to fight these bugs all the time, and he's just losing his losing his mind. And at some point, he like freaks out and runs into a wall, knocks himself out, and then Ralph takes his place and jumps into a Halo-type world, where we get introduced to Jane Lynch's character, Calhoun, who's like the... Uh, I don't know like master the head sergeant of sergeant or whatever. Yeah, master sergeant kind of situation and she you see that a little bit in the trailer but um what's great is during that movement from there from getting from uh fix it Felix uh to I think it's called hero's duty is that one so he goes into the grand Central Station you see a lot of uh cameos he runs into Kubert and kubert's uh um out of work and since his arcade's gone he is like homeless in this whole like grand central station kind of thing um so he's like gives qbert i think he had a piece of pac-man's fruit so he gave like fruit to qbert and all the all the guys hang out with him and um you get to see i definitely saw chun lee walking around with uh the army chick from street fighter is it cammy is that her name
1: yeah yeah the
0: um the english girl yeah yeah um she's walking around with her and then uh when they go to Tappers, they cut in between sometimes. They will, so you're in a very well designed computer animated uh, movie, and once in a while it'll show, show you what's happening on the arcade screen outside of the movie, kind of thing, and it's all its 8 bit glory. So you'll see Wreck It Ralph at the Tappers video game, like sitting at the bar or waiting for a drink. Okay.
2: And like from the human perspective, basically, exactly.
0: And at that point, I definitely saw uh, the guy for the chef from Burger Time. It was like, yes, I love Burger Time. Um, So there are references out there for people to look at, and you'll definitely hear a lot of common sounds. Which that's why, like, I don't really get what these people are complaining about. There is a situation where, after Ralph actually gets a medal, he ends up in uh, I think it's called Sugar Rush. It's a game um where in hero's duty he ends up like getting in an escape pod and running away from this insect uh and the escape pod shoots him into the grand central station and into the sugar rush game and he crashes and he loses his metal um and that's when we're introduced to i think it's vanilla which is sarah silverman's character it's just this little girl running around and it's sort of like a really cutesy video game and this is where the rest of the movie pretty much takes place although uh felix uh who is Voiced by Jack uh, McBrayer, I think the, you'll know from Thirty Rock, um, who does an awesome job. Has pretty much goes hunting down for hunting down uh, uh, John C. Riley's uh, Wreck-It Ralph to try to get everything fixed because he needs the bad guy to continue his arcade game. And everybody sort of meets in this Sugar Rush world, which is a completely fabricated game. Um, there are a lot of uh, still references to other things in it. Racing around like I uh, at some point. I should mention this to you, Jim. You'll get a kick out of this. Uh, when Ralph, just before he leaves the hero's duty from the bar, he's, like, searching through this lost and found because he wants to find a medal so he can go back to his game. Okay. Uh, and he's uncovering all these things. And the exclamation mark from Tenchu, Stealth Assassin. Nice. Remember that would pop up? <laughs> yeah. And then there's a Metal Gear Solid, like that Metal Gear Solid one, where, like, the exclamation mark pops up and he does, like, that alarm noise. Okay. Do you remember that? I don't know if yes. you did the game enough, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, a lot of a lot of awesome
2: things. Uh, but, so, quick question: but, like, and some of these references you're talking specifically about the things, and some of them you're talking like knockoff style. Like, are so, like is it all knockoff, or do they actually like refer to some of them specifically by name? Or
0: yeah, they refer to they refer to a lot of my name. Like, you see them in the trailer. Like they, okay.
2: they talk about but, like the Halo stuff. one they didn't have, so they called it something else. Basically. Right,
0: yeah, they the Halo like they did not do the Halo one. There's definitely a Sonic the Hedgehog that t- that talks in grand central station as kind of like a PSA and it's sort of there for the viewers benefit. Cause he's just saying things like, remember if you get caught in a world that's not your own and you die, you die for real. Like right. um, pretty much just saying things like that. And um, let's see, I'm trying to think of like other Zangief from Street Fighter. There's, mm-hmm. there, like, they definitely could have played around more with the, the game references, but they do a great job of being like pulling a movie out of this and creating its own storyline throughout. And um, the Ralph Vanelope relationship that happens in Sugar Rush, that world that's pretty much a candy, can- a cotton candy, candy land type place where they race cars. Everything's made of candy. Um, you get, you find out that. Sir, uh, Vanellope's a lot like Wreck It Ralph. She is a bug in her video game, so they won't let her play or race at all. And Ralph is the same situation. Like, he's an outsider in his, she's an outsider in hers, and they start working together. They have some fallout. There's some fallout during the middle of it. But um, the other thing I should mention is they talk. They make references to when they're, when Wreck It Ralph is talking about leaving the game, like uh, it's pretty much forbidden. And they call it, you're not going to go turbo, are you? Which I thought was hilarious because turbo was always a piece of shit maneuver. And, um, the, the, Controllers that had turbo buttons was always bullshit. Um, well, you you don't
1: like? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, not like NBA Jam like turbo. But you right, mean like right. like that giant Nintendo controller? With the, if you were playing like 1943 with there you were, could
0: shoot constantly, right? Right, that's what I'm talking about. There yeah. was always they, they happened in because this in Sega. I don't know about Super Nintendo, but turbo buttons where if you held it down, it would just hit the button a billion times. Right, but, or Cheat yeah. buttons yeah. cheap buttons, which is why I love the reference. They do later say that Turbo is actually referenced to a guy that had his own video game and got jealous when, um, I think it was Breakthrough, another, uh, it's a car game, um, had like that arcade moved in next to him and he was jealous that he wasn't getting all the attention. So he went into the other arcade game and just uh, took it over and both arcades got shut down and removed because of it. So they always call it, Going turbo and that's that's super evil. You can't do that in the video game world, sorry. Um, <laughs> wrapping it up, it's an awesome movie. Definitely see it. Uh, those that are looking for a lot of the video game references, I think you won't be disappointed. There are less of them later on, but I think it's still uh, in in the spirit of video games. There like you know, there's there's all, all sorts of geek culture. There's definitely like a Darth Vader voice and reference a couple times. Um, a lot of uh, different comments that uh, if you. Even if you don't like the video game stuff, like John C. Rye, Sarah Silverman, Jack McBrayer, Jane Lynch, uh, Alan Tudyk is King Candy, who is the ruler of Sugar Rush, and he is awesome in it. Um, I think, yeah, you won't be disappointed. Uh, go see it. In terms of animated movies, animated movies out right now, it's definitely uh, definitely number one. And if you haven't seen one in a while, I definitely definitely catch it. I did not see it in 3D, so I can't give a uh, can't give a thumbs up on that. But definitely try. <laughs> Try to give I think it, it it'll a, get a thumbs down regardless, so you're fine. The 3D version? Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. But it was, it was cool. And uh, I hope, uh, I'm guessing, you know, there's going to be a second one. I should mention uh, Rich Moore directed it. He's done a lot of Simpsons and Futurama episodes. And uh, John Lasseter was the executive executive producer who was huge at Pixar, huge in Disney. And. He uh, I don't know who is directly involved, but there is a short when you when you go see this movie, there's a short animated uh, movie before it. uh, And it was, you know, it's like three minutes long. I think it's called Paper Man. uh, And it's it's also pretty cool to see. Uh, I'm I'm guessing you actually might be able to look that up and and watch it online, but it was was also worthwhile. And uh, yeah, John Lester is awesome. And uh, the movie's pretty good. Don't know about the seal of approval, but it's good. I would definitely see it. And uh yeah, do you guys catch anything awesome over the last week? Anything uh, cool? no, I did not. Are you gonna see Skyfall when it comes out? I this do want to
2: see Skyfall. Yeah. But did you guys you guys will probably beat me to it because you guys are going through my list.
0: Hopefully I'll be <laughs> hung over for the next four days after I go see KenoTh. So... Is that something people wish for? Being hungover for four days. <laughs> <laughs> just Greg. Just, okay. If you're serious about it. <laughs> uh how are you? I know you were on a mission to watch all the Bond films. Did you guys do that? Uh, we
2: were for a while, and we hit a hiccup. for like, I don't know. We're like probably two movies into the Roger Moore era, and kind of just <laughs> Roger stopped.
0: Moore killed it for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: fucking. Uh, I will probably resume. I don't think Katie will, but she's yeah. like, these are stupid. <laughs> yeah, the Roger Moore ones get pretty crazy.
0: The yeah, they're they're way too wonky. Yeah, there are there are a lot of. Uh, a lot of Bond films out there that are definitely not worth anything, but there are like uh... the super
2: old ones aren't too bad, <laughs> but like as they as they grow up they they're too comfortable in their own skin and yeah, get a little cheesy.
0: And uh I should mention Skyfall, which has a lot of positive reviews. First thing, it's two and a half hours long. No problem. Second, it's already made two hundred ninety million over in uh across the pond. So it's uh it's yeah. some serious
2: loot. I like the uh, Daniel Craig ones, so I'm excited for it. Um, didn't,
0: Jeff, didn't you just see? You say you saw Quantum of Solace recently? I did,
1: yeah, I saw Quantum of Solace. Um, I don't British. know, I had a lot of the same complaints uh, Jim did. Like, it, it was just a ton of action, and a lot of the times it's like, wait, what the hell is going on? Like, the action yeah. just cuts so fast. You're like, okay, I know that they're being chased. Cool.
2: Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I like how they went through the checklist of vehicles to fight on. Okay, let's let the boat fight, Okay. Train fight. All right. Car fight. All right. Uh, plane fight. All
0: right. This is great. Right. God. Oh, man. I, I completely forgot. I was looking through a couple of these things that I'd written down. And uh, I should mention surprise, surprise, the Konami code comes up in Wreck It Ralph. And oh, I know, yeah. like, Jeff, what, Jeff, you went on a mission to find out if, in general, people knew about the Konami code outside of like your group of friends. Right. And you'd, you'd found out there. Uh, the, yeah. Ring, has, ringing support. in yeah. And, yeah. Everybody knows the Konami code or at least has heard of such thing. Uh, the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right situation or up, down, left, right, whatever, whatever it is. Um, but uh, they end up using it in, in the, in the movie. I should mention that. And there was also one comment that I'd written down that John C. Riley says, Candy-coated heart of darkness, which I thought was a was a great line in the movie, and I props <laughs> for that. Uh, but uh, I guess we should just g- kick it right to uh, the Parker Posey play along. Uh, short episode, and um, the Parker Posey, which last week's was a little uh, I don't know a little too far out there for me. But apparently, um, might not be all that necessary. Anyways, the question was Jim's, and it was uh, if there will well there will be a new Star Wars. And if there's a Han Solo and if Harrison Ford does not play Han Solo, who would you pick to play Han Solo in the new Star Wars movie? Um, and we all, we all understand that the premise is is something we don't want to see come to come to pass, but um, it's a, it's a tough thing. And I know we were just, uh, I think uh, KBW linked it. We, had, uh, we were we talking about how Harrison Ford was approached to see if he would be interested in doing such a thing. And, they, uh he said he wasn't a, he was uh wasn't against it that's for sure I'm against it yeah we're all against it all yeah do you mind another star wars movie coming jeff or do you just against any people reprising any roles
1: i i mean what what do you say i uh, uh, they they've all been so terrible like it's hard to imagine that it'll be any good, but you know what? Why not? Like, it's already been fucked to death. You might as well try.
0: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Um... <laughs> it doesn't yeah. hurt my feelings anymore, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, they can't go. They have nowhere to go but up at this point. Um, and I uh, I don't know. Like, I think Jim had mentioned on the show, you might have left, you know, do a jump before it, but um We've put the original like if the for last three episodes one two and three didn't kill the original three then make as many as you want they're still not going to kill the original three for me like it's right uh, yes. like it's 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 all walled off and it's safe I mean, as
2: much as it. I would love to take credit for that
0: comment it was still oh was it yeah okay <laughs> um, he's a terrible human yeah. being so uh, don't... no don't say that that's our friend <laughs> uh so the the question comes to me the balls in my court Parker and play along question of the <laughs> week and i've i've dealt i swear we've had this discussion before so there might be some locked and loaded answers uh but i don't know if we've talked about it that much neapolitan on the movie hour all that much <laughs> neapolitan is not the answer to what i'm asking even <laughs> it's not even a possible answer um So, I you know I get in the mood after watching these uh, these movies uh, for certain things. I saw Wreck-It Ralph recently, and I had thought about it going into it. um, All the terrible video game movies that have come before this, like there there hasn't been many movies. There's been a lot of TV shows that bring in combined worlds of uh, of uh, uh, video games and then try to make like TV shows out of them, a la uh, Captain N. Anybody uh, the even like. Oh God, dude, it's amazing. <laughs> you look it up, look it up on Netflix. I'm pretty sure you can stream them. Um, but there was a uh, came came to mind like if Wreck It Ralph is going to make 50 million in the opening weekend, which I think the budget was like 120, they're going to be fine. Um, which leads me to believe there'll probably be a second Wreck It Ralph, and there'll probably be another movie that's based on a video game. Which is the question of the day: is uh, what do you think would be a profitable choice? For uh, Hollywood to turn a video game into a movie. It doesn't have to be uh, real live action. Uh, there's been plenty of those, and there are actually quite a few movies on the horizon that are. A lot of them are more Halo ish, though, like a lot of first person stuff, like Assassin's Creed, Metal Gear Solid. Those are slated to come out at some point in our future. Okay, good. I'm glad you said those because I was going to say Halo. I didn't realize. Halo has been rumored, too. I don't think there's anything official, though. Uh, the. Mortal Kombat is supposed to come out again, which there's been, you know, Dead or Alive has been out in the past.
1: There's been some Street
0: street Fighter ones. Um, But yeah, the question is if you, even if you can't pick what might be the most, uh, money, biggest money maker for, uh, for Hollywood to do, guess, uh, guess what you'd like to see in terms of video games. We're all, Movies and video games, they kind of go hand in hand, right, guys? Everybody that likes movies likes video games, maybe? Uh, I think it might be the other way around, but yeah. Everyone who likes video games likes movies? Correct. So it's like the rectangle-square relationship? I think so. Okay. Understood. (laughs) Yeah. So my answer, and I know this is in terms of uh, people that don't play video games very often, this might be the the answer they pick, but um, I'm really interested in putting the the Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo. Uh, uh, <laughs> I knew you were <laughs> going to say this. Spirit Spirit to rest with a Mario Brothers movie. And the reason Mario Brothers can work, and actually Wreck-It Ralph was kind of a testament to this, was in Wreck-It Ralph, they even had a lot of references to Mario. I saw Chun, like remember I said, I saw Chun-Li and Cammy walking around. Chun-Li was also walking around with uh, Peach and Daisy. So I don't know if she likes the girls or what, but Chun Li hangs out with those people all the time. Uh, and uh... what three girls just can't go hang out together? <laughs> not anymore. Not or not in the animated world. Um, so I was I was the world of Mario is big enough where like there's enough cross titles. Like you've got bad guys built in with Bowser, Wario. Um, you've got ghosts you've got there's tons of different things and different video games that have been based on mario that you could create a world out of it you don't have to depend on like halo you make a halo movie like everybody's going to see it, that has to be a halo fan like there are a billion different things you can throw in, in the nintendo mario world that like you could put mario and punch out and like you could still make an explanation for it and it would work um, but i think i think the world is big enough where you can actually like pull an audience in beyond just people that have played Super Mario Brothers, not that that market's not big enough as it is, but um, I think that's the number one. And I think if you take care of that business, you put that in the hole in your pocket, and make some money, then we can start seeing some real stuff. Like there's been there's been some decent uh, video game movies in the past. It's possible. Right, guys. Do you guys have an idea for this, or is it just I me? I do. I'm just a genius. But first, I want to expand on your
2: Mike Tyson comment because yeah. when, when we were in New York, we went to go see the uh, Statue of Liberty from the shore at one point, and I no one had a video camera, but I wanted to reenact the training sequence.
0: I definitely, received, I've definitely received pictures from Jeff from that uh, yeah. point of view.
2: Yeah. But uh, is I do have one question about yeah. your question. Yeah. Uh, does it have to be animated?
0: No. It can it can be animated okay. or real real like. Mario Brothers, I think I would... I'm scared to go... Re- a live yeah, action. I think you have to go, to go animated action. with that one. Um, So, yeah, a lot of the movies that are coming out are uh, uh, live action, but uh, I'm definitely keeping mine animated. Yeah, so, mine's yeah.
2: interesting, I guess, just because it doesn't have a main hero. Um, Not like a Mario or you know, a Sonic. Tell me it's Gauntlet. It is not Gauntlet, but that oh, is a, a sweet idea. Rygar like,
0: style, Lap style almost. <laughs> um,
2: uh, yeah, my idea would be Fallout. Okay. And it seems like the world in ruin, you know, that pop you know, post apocalyptic world is very popular right now. That's
0: uh huge right now. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think uh, you know it's pretty open ended on what you can do. Um, you don't have a hero or a group of heroes to like live up to in the game so you can insert your own and go from there um and i i just think it has the potential to make lots of money um it's called
1: Book of eli <laughs> <laughs>
0: you pretty much have to stick with the the core apo- post-apocalyptic zombie infested world and you call it Fallout. right
2: right exactly um walking cool. dead is ridiculously popular Bad right now so.
0: Thunderdome. yeah <laughs> I have to see those still. God, then, you haven't seen any of those yet. No. Oh. So. But yeah, that's and then you, uh, then you have to introduce. Uh, you have all the cool guns, which will. Yeah. Be, I'm trying to think of. Uh, there'll have to be some kind of love story there. There's obviously a love story, right? <laughs> I'm just
2: picturing the end of you know the first movie and they blow up Megaton or something. I don't know.
0: But Bethesda certainly has the money to do it too. The people that have uh, that produced those games and they've they uh, just printing money over yeah. there. A lot of huge games. Uh, Skyrim's another one of their big, big titles. Yeah. This
1: dishonored one is getting huge reviews. I don't know if it's going to be like as as big, but I, I, it's been getting fantastic reviews.
0: So it's going to be like if that's definitely a chance. It has a chance compared to something we could just you know Paperboy, which you know Paperboy. You know, we right. talked before. It's just no no, no deal, no deal Paperboy, um, which was also in Wreck It Ralph, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, Jeff, do you have an answer for the question?
1: Um, I was actually thinking about the Batesta ones, but I'll go a different direction. Um, I'm going to go with an old favorite of mine, the um, the original Diablo. Yeah? Yeah. I think I think that there's a story there. I think maybe a love interest. Yeah, in the stay witch. a while and listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: stay a while and
1: listen. Um and, uh, you know, Wirt, I think, is a, just a tremendous
0: character uh, waiting it's, to happen. It's definitely... Deckard Cain Patrick things that, Stewart. Yeah, in terms <laughs> of in the realm of possibility, Diablo and other just printing money company in Blizzard is yeah. uh, a possibility. A PC game. Um, I think the original Diablo ended up getting ported to, like, Super Nintendo or something stupid. Yeah, I remember seeing it for Station or something. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation. Um, but... Yeah, it's a creepy medieval, like dark magic kind of movie. Like, you could definitely, um, you could live action that shit and probably, yeah. probably make and some it's,
2: money. I mean, it doesn't have a built in, like, specific hero, but it definitely has a built in specific villain, which is nice.
0: Right. But... Uh, and you can just release it on Halloween and just make all kinds of bang because it's yeah. Diablo, right? Yeah, you can make it scary. Like, I don't know. I feel like like some of the
1: I remember for Diablo and Diablo two, like the cinematics were actually kind of cool. Like yeah, the, the movies you know, between, like Gabriel yeah. the Archangel with his giant wings and everything. I don't know. Like I feel like you could make it kind of
2: cool. I'd be fine uh, as long as like when they killed somebody, they exploded into treasure. Then I'd be <laughs> fine with
0: <time> it. <laughs> Grab his coins
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) that sprite was
0: had a giant suit of plate armor in it that was weird if you a lot of these i really think they should be making more video game cartoons like it's still like i know they still do tons of them like i know that um like i used to watch a ton of them myself being the like sonic the hedgehog and all kinds of random shit but um like they made blue dragon into a tv show they've like there are a lot of TV shows from from video games. The, making it to the movie is a little more difficult, but um, I think wreck and Ralph did a great job. I think we're going to be seeing more of them. So the question, again, to you guys, everyone listening, is if you can think of uh, a movie that, you know, either A, you think was just prime for making bank for that Hollywood's going to print, or B, just one that you, uh, deep down inside, want to see make it to the big screen, whether it be animated or live action. And, uh, yeah, hopefully... You know, I hope all of this goes well, and I hope we do see more movies from video games. I'm a video game and movie fanatic, so it's like double bonus for me. I can I can do uh, two things two things at once. So, uh, fantastic, James, Jeff. Uh, I know this is a little bit of a, a quick episode, but thank you for uh, meeting up, and thanks for your input, man. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, drive safe, folks. See you guys later next week for sure. Man with the Iron Fist drunken feature review. That'll be in play. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a lot more things. It's going to get festive. Almost there to Thanksgiving. Thank you everybody for listening to John C. Riley's Real Deal Movie Hour. Catch you next time.